0: Well, welcome to the One Thing Podcast, once again, where we all get to usher in the new age of humanity, homo spiritus, as we call it, by practicing dancing with the one thing that we as individuals, communities, and countries have yet to try en masse, even though, thank goodness, some of us and increasing numbers of us are doing this that one thing that we're referring to in the title of this podcast and throughout each episode is our connection to the higher self part of our true self anatomy that people call by various different names and you have your own name for whatever that source of higher love and wisdom and connectedness is and uh and we encourage you to use that particular term for yourself we simply call it generically the one thing our prime directive above all else as laurie and i see it is to make and constantly return to tot connection day in and day out moment in and moment out as our first step in dealing with any life problems or situations that face that we face rather than viewing life problems or unexpected circumstances as things we can solve separate separately from tot because in Lori's in my experience we can't
1: <laughs> right
0: <laughs> so in keeping with that we're we're excited to do this episode which is episode 41 and it's hard to believe, actually, for me, that, uh, that we're, this is our 41st episode. And this episode is called, Why I Am is the Most Powerful Phrase We Can Use. And in this episode, we're going to discuss the power of I am statements and how to greatly boost your inner well-being and outer effectiveness by using this phrase more consistently and more intentionally.
1: Yay. Yeah, I'm really excited about this episode. And one of the main reasons is because those two words, I am, and it doesn't matter what language one speaks in, the words to use are I am. So if one speaks Spanish, they don't say yo soy, they say I am. This is a a really important element to this conversation. But there, it holds a frequency that activates the co-creative powers in the person's place who is saying those words at their point of light in, in the multiverse. It's really, really powerful. Back in the 70s, there was a lot of um, affirmation statements, and uh, th- that was when we sort of got the got wind of I am. But what we're talking about in this episode is a, a whole other dimension of the use of the words I am. And the other thing I'd like to add to that is that when we talk about the one thing, it, it has to be both intimately personal and universal so whatever word or address you use for the one thing whether it's the universe or the the divine or source or spirit or nature or whatever it has to be both personal you have to feel it on the inside as well as on the outside and i the two words i am are uh, hold a vibration that help us connect to the personal and the universal
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and so Let's, let's just jump in. Let's unpack the history and uses of I am. Let's do it. Okay. So to start off with, I am is a phrase or a pair of words that's considered by many to be the key to intentional prayer and to being at cause in our own mind and body and life.
1: Right, and at cause means new creation. It doesn't mean uh, rehashing or uh, what's the word? Recycling the old programmed energy. At cause means what's new in this breath? What's new in the, in my point of creation as I'm connected to the one thing? What's fresh and alive and and breathable and not recycled energy (laughs) so that's you know something that's kind of important some some people um have understood you know that the universe was created by sound and om is you know that's a very common um chant to to chant you you know if you just sat for five minutes and said om over and over as deeply as you can into your heart it would open your heart it would actually you know Align the the frequency of your heart with the, the frequency of the one thing. And I am is thought to be a part of OM. So there's OM, the active zero still point that lives in every human's heart. And then the activity of that still point is the I am. It, and it begins with I am.
0: Mm-hmm. And there, there's some kind of universality to it because om is sanskrit and yet at the same time in jewish theology uh this is a phrase i am that i am is actually the closest translation of the name of the jewish god Uh, so the god god in judaism uh is the closest translation is i am that i am so uh it, it means what this i am Is all about is it simply means to exist. I exist. It means expressing ourselves in active being in the physical universe. It's the essence of life force energy that's expressing itself in this world. And I believe this is why connection with and expression through our I am presence is vital to spiritually self sovereign manifestation.
1: Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. Well said. I and and I would even say first it's I, our I am presence and the connection to the I am that I am is is the f- first foundational brick to sovereignty. And then from there, I I know you said the same thing but I'm just sort of putting it into two steps and then from yeah. there we activate the I am energy, the co-creative energy of the multiverse by our clear and conscious choice. And there was something I was going to say, oh, I, I know that I was going to share that when I first heard those words, I am that I am, it was some decades back. And it took me a long time to unpack the essence of that. Like, I am that I am. I mean, what, what does that mean, right? <laughs> and and then I would say it a different way. Like, I am that I am, meaning like, I am the, the I am presence that, that I am, but there was still this sort of separation between the I am that I was calling myself and the I am that I was referencing as my higher presence. And over time, and I would invite you into this, just using the two words I am as a mantra is quite potent. And, and I believe, at least this was my experience, that it opened my capacity to understand the i am that i am in its in its meaning as it came forth for human for human beings back in the day <laughs> whenever that was um and and then I, now i get oh that is powerful that is so powerful and the thing about it if we if we are you know if we invest a little bit of our time and and we devote ourselves to the i am it tends to automatically um alchemize or dissolve and dissipate that which is not it and if the i am that i am is the vibration of love or you know the yeah i mean that that's the best way to say it the vibration of love then that which is not itself it it can't be in our in our choice realm in our realm of choice in our universe that we're that we're choosing to live in and that's vital because when we when we give our attention to the problems. And, you know, we've talked about this in other episodes, the world happenings and the hate and the fear. Well, all we're doing is giving it energy, but when we claim this sovereignty in the, I am that I am, it's a very different experience as far as how we're affected by what's happening outside of us. And I'd like to just offer, um, did you want to say anything else on that honey, before I do the I am statements.
0: No, no. I love what you're saying. Keep going.
1: So in a in a very old um classic spiritual text there are these four they're considered to be the four I am statements and so I'm just going to read them and you can take I'd suggest you take as many of them as resonate with you. Um, take them all, <laughs> uh, or at least one of them, and come back and listen. If you know, I, I, there's there's always a really good idea in when we're opening up to new ideas or revisiting new ideas that maybe are taking us to the next level. Um, that if we just live with the idea and the essence of the words for a period of time, we own it in a different way. So I invite you to consider that uh, with these statements. So I'll read them. I am is the full activity of life. You could also say I am is the full activity of source, or I am is the full activity of God. That last word is going to be the one thing word that you use to address the all that is that is both intimately you and universally everything, right? So I am is the full activity of love. I am is the most divine activity in the universe. I am is the most powerful word in the the vocabulary of humans. It said man, but I changed it to humans. I am is the most honorable name in all creation. So when we say those words, I am, we're honoring our higher presence. And our higher presence then has the ability to honor us. There's there's a reciprocal honoring going on, so um, those are the four I am statements.
0: So, because we're doing this purely through audio, would you go ahead and repeat those four I am statements? Or, or do oh, you, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll,
1: I'll say them without any of my yeah, um, without yeah, commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. commentary. <laughs> I am is the full activity of life. I am is the most divine activity in the universe. I am is the most powerful word in the vocabulary of humans. I am is the most honorable name in all creation. Mm -hmm. And, Ah. you know, we want to be aware while you finish typing, sweetie. Yeah,
0: no, it's okay. I got
1: it. We want, we want to be aware how slick our lower human mind or our ego mind is in hijacking everything that we do that's spiritually oriented. Well, everything that we do, period. But when we get into the realm of our spirituality, it really turns up the volume on hijacking. And it, and it will hijack the, the essence of I am as well. And And when we use an I am statement, like sometimes it's just... Enough to say, I am willing to be open to more love. I am willing to open my heart, you know, to its next capacity. I mean, I mean that's that's a beautiful thing to live in. You know, we don't have to, I'm not a fan of running around and saying, I, I am a driver of a red Ferrari. That's not my deal, right? But I I really want the um, the treasures from the kingdom of life. And so using the I am statements really activates our, our relationship to getting closer to that. And just know, if, yeah. you, if you do use an I am statement and something of its opposite shows itself, it's, it's the energy in us that has believed otherwise. And it's okay. It, it's just ready to be tended and, and released.
0: Yes. So I'll give an example of that uh of how easily and quickly and i, I hesitate to use the word naturally uh what, what's what's more precise is habitually uh i am gets hijacked by the ego so shortly before we started recording this episode i caught myself saying to myself i am tired And I immediately caught that. And what I did was that I said, Well, I am open to the unlimited love, wisdom, replenishing, and energy of my I am presence. And literally within moments, I could feel the tiredness that I had been misapplying my I am statement to uh, drain away uh, and be replaced by energy and well-being and, and all of those things. So that's an example of, and I bring it up because it's an example of the mundane. It's an example of the kind of everyday statement that I think is very programmed into our inner vocabulary our inner ways of talking to ourselves and our outer ways of talking to each other that uh if we don't understand the power of the phrase i am we unwittingly give ourselves a pass card on misusing
1: yeah beautiful yeah that's um that reminds me once some years back i i had this lovely morning Meditation. I mean, the day was gorgeous. I, I just felt like I was in bliss, and that nothing would, you know, um, take me out of this space. So I went to this store, and I'm coming back home, and it, there's a merge, like a like a yielding mergey thing to get on this um, uh, frontage road, and I was going to get on it, and this truck comes and basically pushes me off the road, and I lost it. I was like, oh, I am so. And you know, I, I I had this whole tantrum in my car, and instantaneously I thought, oh wow, how interesting is that? That something so, you know, we all have road stuff, right? Something so really inconsequential. I mean, I didn't die, no one was hit. I had a huge judgment, so I just came back and said to myself, I am willing to a b. Um, well, what what I learned is how easy it is to be taken out by external external circumstances, external events. So what I said is I am willing to stay as centered as I can, no matter what is happening outside of me. And, you know, it was just one of my best lessons. I mean, there's so many, but that was a, that was one that I, I I just will never forget because it it taught me how quickly I could leave what feels like a blissful state and Mm -hmm. blissful states uh, if, there, if I'm not fully connected to I am it's a temporary sensational experience that isn't necessarily um the whole picture
0: mm-hmm. yeah and I, I I really want to underline that uh it, it's important to refrain from using true but not believed affirmations if if you are using an affirmation that that you really get you really uh, resonate with in the in the marrow of your being that's different but when it's when it's true but not believed i agree it's better to craft the i am statement around willingness like my most famous um willingness i am statement was uh from 1988 when i was confronting a a really deeply held piece of core rightness And when I was confronted around, well, when are you going to, what's it going to take for you to get over this? All I could muster at that time was this, I am statement. I am willing to consider the possibility that maybe I'm wrong. And Mm -hmm. even that I am statement was enough to crack the door open inside my being so that healing could start to happen
1: nice yeah i mean there is a spectrum right there's these small little niggly things and then there's these big tap roots and then everything in between and usually the big tap roots need just you know baby steps and little cracking open because we've we've lived into them so long that we think they are real (laughs) and so we have to just be a a bit compassionate with ourselves in the untangling of those larger energy pieces yeah Mm -hmm. so are we ready for our takeaways
0: uh or
1: did we miss something
0: well I, I i just want to reinforce one last thing before we do the takeaways sure. yeah uh, and it's it's saying what we've already said but it just feels important to me to reiterate which is that notion of a higher self utilization of i am rather than ego utilization of i am when we are connected to our presence And are contemplating wording for I am statements. These statements, those kinds of I am statements, are always constructive. In contrast to the the non constructiveness of ego hijacking of I am statements. Yeah,
1: very good point. Yeah. So there's the ego hijacking is not empowering. It's it's more of a disempowering, critical sort of feeling, and that's that's deconstructive it's it's destructive Mm -hmm. and then there's the constructive lifting empowering lightning um of of the connection to our i am presence our Mm -hmm. i am presence is never anything but supportive
0: Mm -hmm. indeed so and that ties into the first takeaway beautifully because what we're saying about i am statements this might seem fundamental but in our experience, it's not something that most people are fully conscious about using this this phrase. I am uh, the tails wagging the dog, where where uh, too often we'll begin statements with "I am," and the rest of the se- the the sentence is not a sentence that our higher presence would ever use.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, and and so. The idea of um, giving yourself some specific time, like a month or whatever, even if that seems too, you know, daunting, you can do a week or whatever, but to just notice, be in a higher level of awareness and present, being present with yourself and notice how you're using I am statements, both internally with yourself and then in your use of words in an out loud way, you know, just in conversation with other people, you know you'll be shocked as to how often the I am statements are actually not supportive of what you really, really would rather have. So, uh, and so when you do this observation, you're not doing it from a place of judgment and criticism against yourself, but just or against
0: others for using misusing. I am.
1: Yeah. You just notice it in the world, right. In your own world and in the world, and then um, utilize what you're, what you're becoming aware of to be more conscious and intentional
0: yes and that's the final takeaway you've uh you've oh pretty much said it uh, <laughs> okay. so increase your intentionality with i am statements both in your self-talk the the ways you talk to yourself and in your out loud words
1: right so so you could even do i mean this seems so um like Elementary, but take a piece of paper and draw a line down the middle. On the one on the left side, write down the the your what you became aware of in your I am statements, both internally and out loud, and then change the wording of them so that they are something that you want to live yourself into. So I hear all the time, "Oh, I am fat." So I would write that down, and on the other side, of the paper I would write, "I am." I am coming into a, a, a feeling of loving being in my body. I, I am enjoying coming to the perfect weight for my body as it, just a simple example, right? Or
0: I am willing to, and then Lori's yeah. example phrases.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can't believe yourself, then the I am willing is a, uh, is a really good way in. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, it's really right use of will.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes, that right. That is right use of will. And the other right use of will is bringing ourselves into constant connection with our higher presence. That's really what our our free will is designed for. (laughs) So lest we have any other ideas about what free will is about. (laughs) So does that feel complete on our takeaways? It yeah. does
0: to me. How about okay. you? Okay,
1: yeah, me too. So we would like to invite you to our Tot podcast page which is at totdotpodcast.net and um throw in your comments about this or any other episode, any questions you have. And also we are taking um uh feedback for what kind of future episode topics that you would like to hear about. So um please be willing to be generous with your comments and your interests in future episodes. And we will do that. We will make sure we, um, we take all of it into, you know, very, um, thoughtful consideration. So until next time, remember to dance with your better half, the one thing so that you can keep living more and more fully as homo spiritus.